The boat raced into the harbor's corridor, a dark, watery path now bordered by the blazing lights of the island of Hong Kong on the right, Kowloon on the left. Three minutes later, the outboard motor audibly sank into its lowest register as the hull swerved slowly past two filthy barges docked at the go-down and slid into an empty space on the west side of the Tsim Sha Tsui, Kowloon's crowded, dollar-conscious waterfront. The strident hordes of merchants setting up their nightly tourist traps on the wharf paid no attention. It was merely one more jiggy coming in from the catch. Who cared? Then, like the boat people out in the channel, the stalls on the waterfront nearest the insignificant intruder began to quiet down. Excited voices were silenced amid screeching commands and countercommands as eyes were drawn to a figure climbing up the black, oil-soaked ladder to the pier. He was a holy man. His shrouded figure was draped in a pure white kaftan that accentuated his tall, slender body. Very tall for a Zhongguo Ren, nearly six feet in height, perhaps. Little could be seen of his face, however, as the cloth was loose and the breezes kept pressing the white fabric across his dark features, drawing out the whiteness of his eyes. Determined eyes. Zealous eyes. This was no ordinary priest. Anyone could see that. He was a Heshang, a chosen one selected by elders steeped in wisdom who could perceive the inner spiritual knowledge of a young monk destined for higher things. And it did not hurt that such a monk was tall and slender and had eyes of fire. Such holy men drew attention to themselves, to their personages, to their eyes, and generous contributions followed, both in fear and in awe. Mostly fear. Perhaps this Hashang came from one of the mystic sects that wandered through the hills and forests of the Guangzhou, or from a religious brotherhood in the mountains of far-off Qinggaoguan, descendants, it was said, of a people in the distant Himalayas. They were always quite ostentatious and generally to be feared the most, for few understood their obscure teachings, teachings that were couched in gentleness but with subtle hints of indescribable agony should their lessons go unheeded. There was too much agony on the land and the water. Who needed more? So give to the spirits, to the eyes of fire. Perhaps it would be recorded. Somewhere. The white-robed figure walked slowly through the parting crowds on the wharf, past the congested Star Ferry Pier, and disappeared into the growing pandemonium of the Tsim Sha Tsui. The moment had passed. The stalls returned to their hysteria. The priest headed east on Salisbury Road until he reached the Peninsula Hotel, whose subdued elegance was losing the battle with its surroundings. He then turned north into Nathan Road to the base of the glittering Golden Mile, that strip of strips where opposing multitudes shrieked for attention. Both natives and tourists alike took notice of the stately holy man as he passed, crowded storefronts and alleys bulging with merchandise, three-story discos and topless cafes where huge, amateurish billboards hawked oriental charms above stalls offering the steamed delicacies of the noonday dim sum. He walked for nearly ten minutes through the garish carnival, now and then acknowledging glances with a slight bow of his head, and twice shaking it while issuing commands to the same short, muscular Zhongguo Ren, who alternately followed him, then passed him with quick, dance-like steps, 
turning to search the intense eyes for a sign. The sign came, two abrupt nods as the priest turned and walked through the beaded entrance of a raucous cabaret. The Zhang Ren remained outside, his hand unobtrusively under his loose tunic, his own eyes darting about the crazy street, a thoroughfare he could not understand. It was insane, outrageous. But he was the Tudi. He would protect the holy man with his life, no matter the assault on his own sensibilities. Inside the cabaret, the heavy layers of smoke were slashed by roving colored lights, most whirling in circles and directed toward a platform stage where a rock group ululated in deafening frenzy, a frantic admixture of punk and Far East. Shiny, black, tight-fitting, ill-fitting trousers quivered maniacally on spindly legs below black leather jackets over soiled white...